In the words of Obi-Wan Kenobi, hello there and welcome back to the This Is An Album podcast with myself, Jacob Green, and my wonderful friend. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought I'd surprise you with that, um, with that intro that line. Was, it doesn't work on me, I've not seen Star Wars. Oh, grow up. It feels weird saying Reese Hemming, I don't like it. Alright, you, you can change your name. That'd be funny if I just said, and my wonderful friend, and you just said a completely different name that wasn't Reese Hemming. No, you say my name. I'll say your name. I mean, okay. It's less, it's less clunky. Isn't it? Okay. All right. And I, and I always do this, and I feel weird. <laughs> All right. Cool. In the words of Obi-Wan Kenobi, hello there and welcome back to the This Is An Album podcast with myself, Jacob Green, and my wonderful friend, Reese Hemming. This is the podcast where we talk all about albums. Uh, and Me and Reese are going to pick an album each week and we're going to sit down and we're just going to discuss it. Um, and this week's album is a very lovely album by a band called Video Age and the album is called Pop Therapy. And so a few things before we start. Um, this podcast will have some bad words in it. Um, so if you like that kind of stuff, then stick around. But if you don't, maybe go and listen to something different for a little bit. Secondly, and this is the section I didn't want to talk about and try and avoid it as much as possible, but it's the penalty word forfeit section. And uh, unfortunately, oh, I yeah. am the subject of the forfeit this week, as I said Reese's penalty word last week. Unlucky, mate. Which was Bonivere, and I feel like it was an attack on my personality choosing that. Um, so fair play to fair play to Reese. Um, um, and so I'm going for the jugular. I just oh, it, it it was painful. It was painful. And so this week, um, I have written down some submissions that we received for the forfeit. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean that I was expecting some really illegal things, but thankfully, <laughs> thankfully they're not. Um, so just a bit. Just if you haven't heard already, the uh, penalty words area of our podcast is where one of us will write down each of us will write down a word at the beginning of the podcast and if either one of us say the other's penalty word throughout at any point then um a forfeit is due at the start of the next podcast so reese i've written down these forfeits and you can decide which one i go for number one is down a beer okay Number two. I, I, I don't want to give you that pleasure. So. <laughs> I mean, any excuse. What time is it? Any excuse to drink at twenty past twelve on a Saturday. Um, yeah. It's worth noting that the clock behind you saying five past four is not right. Doesn't do and anything. Clock, that clock has never been right. Doesn't do anything. Never has. Never will be. I love it. Um, <laughs> number two is wear a suit for the rest of the podcast. Oh wow. Uh, okay. Number three is do a shot. And number four, I'm I'm not doing. Uh, I just thought I'd write it down because I want to address this. Um, <laughs> our, I know what this is. <laughs> our lovely friend uh, Ollie Heddin commented a very lovely comment to start with on our on our video. And if you want to check out the video podcast, then head over to our YouTube. Uh, this is an album podcast. Um, but Ollie kindly commented, um, "Love this so much, laughing out loud at the William Shatner bit." Thanks, Ollie. Uh, I think Jacob's forfeit should be to do is eat a piece of wet bread. Um, and I just I just want to say that's never going to happen. I think wet bread is probably one of the most disgusting, if not worst things to ever exist uh, as a thing. Um, and if anyone asks me to do it, they're going to get hurt. So I just want to 
I just want to say that from this, the get-go. This dates back a long while, doesn't this it? This has been... This has I'd, been I'd, um, I'd forgotten about your feud with wet bread, but I remember it starting years ago. It's been a, it's been a long, long, uh, long rivalry that I've had with... Uh, wet bread and i think <laughs> wet wet like when you eat bread yes obviously it gets wet but that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about oh, like a wet like you get like a slice of bread and so you put it on a table and just pour water over it. i think that is one of the most disgusting things so not not like bread sweat because that's different no that's fine i'm talking about just like wet bread soggy sweat, bread like 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 toasted oh, it, bread. Makes, me, it makes me feel um... ill thinking about it <laughs> Yes, it's so disgusting. So, unfortunately, Ollie, I will not be eating wet bread this podcast, and I will never okay. be eating wet bread. Um, okay, so so what are my choices? So you have so you have a... three. You have three choices. Okay. You have down a beer, wear a suit for the rest of the podcast, and do a yeah. shot. It's got to be the suit, isn't it? Because then we can do we can do a quick like video cut. You know, you can do like a clap, and then I'll see you in a second. Then, All right. There we go. Wow. <laughs> you kept the hat on as well. I kept the hat on, and the, the tie kind of semi-matches the hat, so... It does, actually. Not no. bad. So, I mean, this is just incentive to watch the video and see me in a suit. Um, and the final part of this is the Weird and Wonderful section, and this week that is going to be courtesy of Reese. Yeah, apologies. <laughs> I think I think, I, I think last, last episode I really picked up what I brought to the table with William Shatner doing Bohemian Rhapsody but I think I set the bar pretty low to be honest so I think well it's... no I feel like that kind of encapsulated what we're trying to do with that section you know it's supposed That's to be true. stupid it's like what is this is I it's not even enjoyable but it's still funny yeah I, that, yeah I oh, what I've opted for this week is um is is horrifying okay um and and just scary so what a pitch! What a great, what a great pitch! So we'll, we'll get onto that in a bit. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm now going to be on edge for the rest of the podcast. Um, and without further ado, let's talk about this week's album, which is Pop Therapy by Video Age. This album is one that I have bought for you, Reese. And mm. straight off the bat, first thoughts: What do you think? Did you like it? I like it. I like it a lot. Good. Um, can I tell you my immediate thought when I listened to it? Please do. Uh, like, a f- I was probably like three or four songs in, and it gave me the same sort of feeling that I have when I listen to Surfaces. Nice. Not because they even sound that similar, uh, or that it's like the same kind of genre of music. I suppose it's not far off. Similar kind of mm-hmm. thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in the way that, like, they all kind of... And it could be seen as like a good and a bad thing that all of the songs are very, very similar and it's all just strongly mm-hmm. one vibe. Yeah, it's really consistent. Like, I, it's really consistent. I really like how it's kind of like, this is what we've chosen. Uh, whether it, I, I haven't listened to any of their other albums, so I don't know if all no, of their so they've got, like so they've got, got um, They have an album come out in 2016 called Living Alone. They then had this album pop therapy in 2018 and they released mm-hmm. an album last year called pleasure line um all of which are great albums really really good albums but this one and are they, are, particularly are they like kind of similar same yeah thing? they're kind of it's um it's nothing too far out from what they're good at um yeah. and i i think it, that definitely shows in this album that they, they know their sound then they know the kind of 
the upbeat stuff that they can make so they've stuck with it and i think it's brilliant i think it's a really yeah. really cool it's kind of it's kind of there's there's so many influences that you can kind of picture that they have with this album as well because there's it's not just one one thing there's kind of varying other factors that come into it yeah, to give it the definitely. sound that it has I, and i feel like everything about it is all very heavily influenced and depending on what your personal experience is with mm-hmm. um what, the kind of music that you like or you grew up with or you, you're around you'll draw you'll see those different influences yeah absolutely like as, like, like as soon as i heard it i was like oh they're like tame impala because it's very mm-hmm. it's very very similar to yeah. that different in a lot of ways but it's very similar yeah um so i thought that which is obviously like quite a modern um example and i i was listening to it and verity was in the room and she said oh it sounds like the carpenters <laughs> okay and i was like i was like oh okay i wouldn't have got that but no you know so they they probably have a lot of um like modern influences mm, like you know definitely parlor or people like i don't know surfaces or mm-hmm. Or whatever but i also heard loads of prints as well yeah definitely in the guitars there's a lot of of that kind of vibe yeah. in the guitars um and i wanted to ask you this question based on the title if you oh, yeah. were if you were to go to therapy what would be your pop song to help you oh my god i thought you were gonna ask me what i would go to therapy for i mean you can answer that as well if you want <laughs> um, uh, maybe i should but yeah, so what if you were to go to therapy and pop music was going to help you uh, seek enlightenment? What pop song or artist would you choose to help you find that? Oh wow, wow. Okay. Um, does Earth Wind Fire count as pop? I it really. it's popular music, so I'd say. I mean, would you not? I think the thing is, that if you were to listen to the same pop song on repeat, you would go insane. But you would go insane. That's why I think you'd want something with substance. Yeah. And like those those old, you know, Stevie and Earth yeah. and Fire and Prince. They're all pop songs, and you can sing along. But they have a lot of, you know, they have a, I, I think I'd I, maybe I'll switch to Stevie actually. Okay. You know, which Stevie tune? Um. Hmm. I don't know. Come back to me. Okay. What about you? Question. Britney Spears, Toxic. Oh, you couldn't have gotten... Actually, fair enough. Uh, If anyone wants to dispute that, go for it, but you're wrong. Yeah, fair enough. So, I think that song can cure anything. I think you're right. It's such a good tune. It's a banger. It's really good. And it gives me an excuse to learn the choreography to the... Oh no, that's hit me, baby, one more time, isn't it? That's hit me, baby, one more time. Maybe I could merge the two. Maybe I could do the dance to hit me, baby, one more time, and dance to to- toxic. That would be quite disjointed, actually. But I think it would be. Also, I don't think I... I'd be able to fit into the costumes that they had on that shoot. I I have I have got a video of you dancing to toxic. That's true. We don't need to talk about that though. No, insert <laughs> clip. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um. But yes, okay. So with pop therapy, what is your what 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 songs on this album kind of spring out to you, and what songs would you kind of show someone on the get go? Um, okay. The one that comes to mind is "Hold On." I think. Yeah, that's the one that was recommended to me that got me into the album. Yeah, I think so. Um, because 
Um, I mean, that was the one where I where I immediately heard the Prince thing. I was like, that yeah. is such a Prince it is, guitar yeah. line. Um, but I really like that. I also cannot remember the song titles. Let me go back to the album. <laughs> uh, I really like Days to Remember. Just cause I think, is that like the most popular one on the album? I maybe? think so. I think it is. And I think it should be. It's also my favourite. It's such um, a, that, that is the only song and no shade to the other songs the only song where the chorus has stuck in my mind for the past couple of days it is a really really catchy chorus and i think yeah i think the the bit that i like about it the most there's two things i like about it the most the first one is the the way that they match the guitar lines with the bass lines going into like as a transition line i think it's right. so good like you just wait for those little lines to kind of mimic along with it i think yeah. they're really really clever really simple really clever and the other one is it's such a good two-step song yeah i think this whole album is a brilliant two-step album like yeah the 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 Reese Hemming dance, as as it should be known it's, it's as, the Heming, it's the Hemming two step. It's the Hemming two step, and I think yeah. you, you can't you can't beat a dance move like it. If you ever I, if I, you're I, in a, ever in a club and you're stuck for how to dance, you're just trying to impress someone. The coolest thing you can do is the, the two step. I think so. Easily. I easily. I figured out that if you can't if you can't dance like I can't, just pick one and do it really really well, really well, and be you know with conviction i've seen we've been in a club and a spotlight has just shone on reese and he's just been two stepping away and it's been it's been like saturday night fever i don't want you to ever say we've been in the club like wh when have we ever been to i'm i mean look at what i'm wearing i obviously <laughs> <laughs> i'm sat in a conservatory drinking rybars i've never been to a club <laughs> <laughs> oh god i think i mean at this point i i I'd spend the rest of my life in a club if it meant going outside. If anyone wants to come and two-step with me and Reese in the club, then drop us a message and we'll sort that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, days to remember. I think the whole and I think the like like we mentioned in the last episode with with Drew of the Drew. I think the production on this album is fantastic. Mm. Everything sits together really well, and you think with all the synths going on and the different layers that, this, that these tracks have, it all kind of blends really, really nicely yeah it does do you know what it made me um think of like what i was saying with how um it's all like one consistent mm -hmm. kind of vibe is there a better what other word is there to vibe kind of synonym for vibe I, I quite like the word aesthetic and i think aesthetic, aesthetic aesthetic can kind of cover image and sound i think okay let's go with that so the the fact that it's kind of got the same aesthetic throughout um, made me think that it's um, it would be really good soundtrack music. This is this is what I was I was going to say. This I think um, there's a band called Real Estate who are like really cool surf rock indie rock right. kind of stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, they're an amazing indie band. And I'm a massive rom com fan. And there's a Daniel Radcliffe film called What If, and okay. um, is it What If? No, it's not What If. It's called plus one i think it's called plus one i've completely forgotten the name i was so convinced it was daniel radcliffe and now i'm having a crisis that it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> okay it wasn't it wasn't daniel radcliffe <clears throat> but it was another really good rom-com where two best friends 
Um, they go to weddings together because neither of them are in relationships. So they just take each other as friends and then they start falling in love and then they fall out of love and it's just a really good rom-com. Classic. If you didn't know what rom-coms were, that is that is what it is. Um, and uh, Real Estate were basically the soundtrack for it and it just made the film so much better for me because I love that kind of music and it just made everything feel really good. Yeah. And I think that would be the exact same with this album. Yeah. Where it would just give yeah, I can see that. Whatever definitely. whatever the imagery, I reckon. Even if it was a murder scene and you put days to remember on, you're gonna <laughs> love it. It's a day to remember. It is the day you get murdered. <laughs> I mean you were I mean would you I mean we're gonna go into a whole life and death thing if we start talking about would you remember you no, no, no. <laughs> That's not what this podcast no. is about. No, it's not. Tune in to my Narisa's new podcast, Life <laughs> After Death. <laughs> but yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I think it is a really, really good soundtrack album. Maybe we should do that. Or if anyone wants to make a film with this band as the soundtrack, let us know. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, so I've got I've got a couple of questions for you. Please, right. please do. So first one is I couldn't figure out whether this is like a band or whether it is a dude in like his bedroom making it's it's a dude with an s on the end there's two of them ah, okay. two dudes uh ross and ray uh ross and ray. ross and ray are the two main members of the band and um okay the rest are just friends of theirs that kind of fit into the other instruments um right they fit into the instruments. they fit they 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 get inside the instruments to play them they're actually yeah, they're actually tiny they're tiny men. The borrowers. <laughs> the borrowers. <laughs> there you go. We should put pop therapy over the borrowers. And the main, the, I mean, I'm a massive fan of of the indie band image, as you probably couldn't tell. Um, yes. I'm wearing a hat with a suit, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, apart from the fantastic music, they also have fantastic facial hair, and they know how to tuck a T-shirt into some trousers, which for me is a big, big plus in terms of an, uh-huh. in, an indie band aesthetic yeah um but yeah so it, it, it is it is ross and ray the two of them and then everyone else fits in together um but i like i i, quite, I find that quite interesting that you could tell that it was whether it was one guy or yeah i think because i i feel like if it was a group of four or five people it would have kind of you'd, it would have forked off a little bit Right. Okay. In, in certain places, you would have had a part that was clearly inspired by, you know, the bass player mm-hmm. to do something different or something. Yeah. But I think you can tell that it's like, is he a producer as well? Is he the guy that produces? Yeah. So, what? so they Sorry, both they Ross both Ray, they both collaborate on the production side. So one will kind of take the lead on some of the tracks, and then the other will yeah. will will. I think I think you can hear that. Interesting how I immediately compared it to surfaces as well yeah absolutely because they're 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 a duo yeah they're a duo producer duo um and i I was it was like you say where kind of the if it was a full suit the bass player would have an influence on one song and the drum would have an influence on another and that's um it's very similar to what that i mean it's not similar it's different because bombay bicycle club did that with their new album where they encouraged each member to kind of bring a song to the album and then they they kind of had it as that band members song within the album um which i think is a really cool way of of catering to having the full band writing songs but then obviously that's not to say i mean i don't know whether the the other band members influence and sort of write their own parts for the other bits but yeah yeah if you're listening if you're listening video age let us know yeah i think a nice way 
to pick well actually no I, I don't know why I'm saying it's going to pick things up because apparently it's quite scary um, oh god but you want to do this now I I think I could pop, I mean it's actually been on my mind this whole time <laughs> so alright so as soon as I thought I had to bring like uh, some quirky interval song mm-hmm. um, my mind either went went to two places it would be like because I've got like a metal rock and metal background so I was like it'd be like the, the most intense terrifying you know scary like cannibal corpse or something okay right. or it would be like a Justin Timberlake and corn mashup do you know what I mean right okay okay that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's where I went and I was like great <laughs> I've got I got my two options okay um, and I went for the first one, so I'm sorry about that. That's okay. I um, was really and, hoping you'd say the second one, but <laughs> and, and um, so this is a this is a video. It's a YouTube video, so I'll have to share my screen so you can. Okay, watch it. that's fine. Because I, I I do think a lot of it is watching it as well as listening. To Perfect it. for a podcast. Perfect for a podcast. But <laughs> I'll do a running commentary as we go. <laughs> well, you, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud. Um, then what are you I, doing? We'll, put, we'll we'll put the link underneath and you can go and <laughs> yeah. watch it afterwards so you can see. Nice. So this is this is a, a video. Um do you know you know the YouTuber Jared Dines? Yes. Um guitar player and drummer I think. Yeah yeah yeah. Just, like, he does like metal all round pretty talented dude. Yeah, talented guy. Um but you know he's like when you go into a rabbit hole on YouTube you end up You end up finding like, his videos. Eleven things that guitarists do on stage, <laughs> yeah. you know? Six songs never to play in a guitar shop. Exactly. That old um, and he did he did a contest uh on his <clears throat> channel like six years ago I think. Right. Where it was where he like put an instrumental song out and um invited singers and vocalists to come and like sing or perform over the song and the winner would win something i don't know okay um and i was like oh that's pretty cool so i was following it and then the winner came out and it's like stuck with me (laughs) oh oh so this is a product of winning a competition no no no. so what this video won him a competition oh right okay okay so 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 what so while i am saying like it is kind of Okay, I might have bigged it up a bit. It's 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 creepy and it's pretty scary and it's a bit weird. Okay. Um, but the guy is like unbelievably talented and he so he's a vocalist and he and his like technical ability is right amazing and I've never seen or heard anything like it. Um, but I thought I would share that. Okay. I don't know if this has made me in, less scared song. or not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay right here we go right. okay so i'll put the i'll put the link to this in the uh description so you can um okay uh you can watch watch along with watch it. along <laughs> at home here we go you can hear that yeah yeah <laughs> Why is he in his wardrobe? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
so he's very articulate when he when he when he talks like that he's very articulate yeah i mean what it it's it is amazing like how he does it i mean yeah it's it's his it's it's watching it and his facial expressions it's um it's he's yeah he's very animated um i'm still confused as to why he's in his wardrobe is that to dampen things it's probably a good place to record it probably is but yeah uh, let, let me skip along because there's. Uh, <laughs> wow! So so. You, wow! You, this is, is, is this is four minutes. Nuts. Four minutes of this. Four minutes of this. This is but, this is a workout. It's nuts, isn't it? But he's like doing all of the. It's like every style of screaming you've ever yeah. heard. Like in one sentence is it's kind of crazy I like but I let, said, let me find the guy the guy's good with his words when you can understand what he's saying yeah so this is like a little middle bit and all the comments on this video are like oh that's got to be an effect like there's no way that he did it right uh and it turns out this is actually his voice oh this bit here Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! That's isn't that, cool. Is that nuts? Wow! That is a that is a jump. There you go. Wow! Well, that was something. Wasn't that something? A little bit of a little bit of a change. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. Um, no one was listening to that out loud in a place where small children are because if i was a small child i'd be terrified but thank you reese i liked i did i did like that actually i i was very (laughs) i found i found it odd i obviously it's not my uh my box of frogs when it comes to music genres but i have to say i did i did find it impressive and it was weird and wonderful so i think i think all the boxes were ticked reese Episode one, William Shatner. Episode two, <laughs> that guy. That guy in his cupboard. <laughs> okay, so I thought I'd like to talk about. There's a there's a section at the end of one of my favourite songs as well called "Love Is Surreal," um, and I want to see. I don't think you'll be able to get it straight off the bat, but hopefully, when I say what this last section reminds me of, you'll understand what I mean. Um, okay. but there's like a little synthy section at the end of Love is Surreal and there's kind of like some stabby synths and there's two bands that it reminds me of one of them I was quite impressed that I remembered the name of and remembered the song so I just want to see if uh, if you'll agree yeah it comes yeah this bit oh <clears throat> Oh my god! I um. I know what you're talking about, but I can't. I can't. So there's there's it. two bands. The give us a clue for the obvious one. Okay, so for for the obvious one, um, the the, the they're really funky, and uh. Oh, Noah. No, but that is 
That is such a better comparison. Noah. That's what I was thinking of. So, so Noah is a really good shout. Actually, I completely forgot about Noah. Um, That's what I was thinking of. The the two I was Noah makes so much sense now. Why didn't I think of that? The two <laughs> I was thinking of was Wolfpack is kind of one of them, and the right. other one, the synth. For some reason, the first time I heard it made me think of Shrek is love. Yes, that is it. That's the other one that I was thinking of. <laughs> That's it. So I just, I just suddenly thought, like in in the yeah, in, but, um, in the Lord Farquaad song. Um, but but the guy from Noah is the keys player in Shrek is Love, I believe. Really? I think so. I, I could be really know. wrong. That I mean, if that is true, then that is an incredible collaboration. It, isn't it Jacob Mann? Isn't? I can't remember his name. I just know him as Shrek is Love. Which I is terrible. I know he went to Berkeley, and that's it. It's, it's that scene. It's that scene of people. Right. I think it's so good. Yeah. If you haven't already listened to Shrek is Love, go and listen to it. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Because it's. I mean, I don't think. I don't think we should say anything about it. I think we should just. Just right. go and listen. It's, it's, it's called Shrek is Love, and you should listen to, to it. Lord Farquaad by Shrek is Love. Just. Yeah. Just, just go. Yeah. Not right now. Stay and listen to the rest of the podcast, and then yeah. go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but that's that's what the synth reminded me of, and that's what I, and like for the first track on the album, it just set me up really nicely to enjoy the rest of it. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I was I was looking at some live videos that they did, um, okay. and I mean the perfect venue for an indie synth electronic band to do a set is obviously a record shop, and it looks yeah. so, it looks so good. Like just the the setup was brilliant, and I found yeah. that even live the sound and like the way in which they come across is just like the record cool there's 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 uh, the, the sound is still just as crisp and sounds like it's produced live than it yeah. does on the album and i, and I, I think that's a is, massive is, um so they do it as like a full live band or is there a lot of sort of yeah so there's so there's um it's guitar bass keys drums they've got some bvs um, it's a really good setup, but I wanted to kind of I wanted to ask you a, a question based on the 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 difference between live music and the album because obviously it is I think it's so important when recording an album or when just recording music that you you, you have to be able to replicate it live. Sure. Has there been an occasion where you have seen a band and you have gone this is this is crap compared to the album? Oh. Um. Yeah, there has been actually, mm-hmm. um, probably a few, mm-hmm. like a few times that's happened. Yeah, um, I think it's really difficult to get it right, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the time the things that, for me at least anyway, that draws me to an album, which kind of links back to the you know our first episode, the Drew, the Drew. Like I'm such a audiophobe, the right word. Like I love yeah. things to mm-hmm. sound really nice and like panning stuff, and like I you know I really like. You know production i really appreciate yeah production and then you know if that's something um that draws me to a piece of music or a band or an album or something mm-hmm. then i go and see them live and it just sounds like a bunch of people up on stage playing live instruments <laughs> of, do you know what i mean like yeah yeah it doesn't I, it doesn't I, give like, the same oh it, it i don't actually like the music that much i just like the way that it sounds yeah you know? no definitely um, um so i think there's a few examples i mean 
there's loads of examples when I was younger and going to see like metal bands and stuff and I think the reason right. I liked metal music was because it was all so like crisp and clean and everything mm-hmm. and then you'd go and see it live and it was just like <laughs> you know it's it was just a guy in his wardrobe just screaming yeah and um <laughs> so I mean, I mean have you had that I've I've had it more at festivals where um my 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 good friend Ollie uh, I have a lot of friends called Ollie, um, yeah. but this this Ollie in particular, me and him were at a festival and we went to see a band. Uh, it's like a he, he, it's just the front guy, but then this kind of session musicians as the band. And basically, he uh, are we not saying band titles because we don't want to slag anyone off? I don't want to. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to avoid saying the name okay. just just in All case. Right. Um, but we uh, we were very excited to see this this band, and it was fucking awful oh, it was no. so bad like you know you know when um you know when you just get like constant feedback like that yeah it was yeah. that but through like festival speakers in a tent oh, like for, for like the whole set um and no one was trying to do anything about it they were just playing through it and it was like it just didn't help um and i then was like I like this is awful but then I was like but the album's so good so what do I do do I just kind of actively say right I'm never seeing him live I'm just going to enjoy yeah. listening to it via the internet instead of actually going to see him there's there's so many factors that come into it because obviously when when you then watch them live when you listen to them on via the internet you don't think about like how they look on stage yeah. And you kind of then, when you go to watch some live music and you kind of see what they look like on stage, like sometimes their mannerisms kind of piss you off in an unnecessary way. It's like, why does this annoy me? It shouldn't, yeah. but it does. And now, you know, like you just, your perception of them completely changes based on how they sound and how they look. Yeah, um, exactly, yeah. There's a, I'm trying to think of um, a word beginning with F to describe shirts, and I'm, I can't remember what it is. Flannel. No floral you've got to do a forfeit next episode my friend Are you... <laughs> was... that was cheap I'm... <laughs> I'm disappointed in you oh that was you dumb. just wanted me to say floral yeah <laughs> why because it's my penalty word That was a real guerrilla warfare tactic. I'm sorry, but it it had to be done. Okay, well... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. When I said that, I was like, he's obviously just going to say, why are you asking me to... (laughs) Why words beginning with F? But it works. Because, I mean, it kind of... I thought you were talking about the image of how people on stage... (laughs) I'm not even going to try and gratify that with you were trying to be clever that was that was poor i'm disappointed in you i'm 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 disappointed in myself okay Um. well um forfeit for me next week then um write in write in your forfeits oh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna make i'm i'm pissed off I'm gonna make so many fake accounts and just comment. Yeah. Eat wet bread. Eat wet bread. Eat wet bread. Do, do you know what? Do, <laughs> do you know what mine was? Because this is the deal. So I, I've, I've okay. said the penalty right. word. So 
the word that I had for you was pentatonic because you said it last. Oh, time. I so nearly said it earlier as well. Yeah. When you when you were playing the the metal stuff, I was like, yeah, if there was a pentatonic line in there, I would love it. Oh, you were good. Yeah. I nearly said it. Wow. See, that would have been organic, and you would have done that, that authentically. But I just completely. No authenticity. I yeah. just fucked the rules off and just went straight yeah. for. What's a word beginning with F? <laughs> 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 all right I, I i that that's that's my one cheap shot and i've used yeah. it and i'm never doing it again and i can yeah. I, I can only but apologize to we're even to you we're reese even. and to everyone listening um, <laughs> um <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you you know what? i'm gonna have reese to do something shit as well you're wearing it you're wearing a nice suit all the options for me are gonna be like a rotten egg. Go out and punch a child. <laughs> oh, I'll do that. That's, I mean, I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, so if you have any forfeits that you'd like to see Reese undertake, see, I'm bringing that word back undertaken, undertake. Um, yeah. It's a word again today. Um, if you'd like to see Reese do anything forfeit based on the next podcast, then please do let us know. Yes, please. Reese is, Reese is going to hand in his his notice at the end of this episode it's just i'm done episode two i'm done (laughs) (laughs) um i mean this is a this is a fantastic album and i think it it deserves more credit and more listenership yeah for sure i mean um i really enjoyed it i'm glad you did i've i listened to it uh the first time because of the podcast like okay i need to know something you know Mm -hmm. i should listen to it and then I listened to it again because I really enjoyed it. That's good. And then I listened to it again this morning because I really enjoyed it and I hadn't made any notes for the podcast. Nice. I mean, it would. I was going to say it would have been really maverick of you for me to say, let's listen to this album and discuss it. And you just tell up and go, I haven't listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll live stream it one day. We'll do a live stream podcast. Yeah, we it? should do that. That'd be. That's a good idea. Yeah, we could do a few. We could do a few albums. Yeah. And we'll have to write down like seven or eight words for penalty words. And then I'll just go, oh, what's this word beginning with F? Like, I can't remember the name of. <laughs> Flannel. Oh no. <laughs> Floral. <laughs> um, I would like to say, and if they're listening, a massive thank you to Drew and Joanna from... Yeah. Drew of the Drew for for saying how much they enjoyed the podcast. That meant a lot to to me and Reese. Um, yeah, that was a big, that ad- was a bit of a shot. Admittedly, I was a <laughs> bottle and a half of wine oh in. Oh my god! When when Reese sends me a screenshot, and I just completely lost it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I lost my mind. I was, it was really really cool and kind of definitely has spurred me and Reese on to do this some more. So to Drew and Joanna, yeah, thank you very, very much. It was really lovely of you guys to to, to, to say thank you. And, and we are saying thank you back because you guys are great and we love the album and we hope that more people join us in loving the album. Yeah. Do you know what I realised as well is after those two messaged was that loads of the other albums that I had in mind for this podcast... Mm-hmm. all like from that group of people like, oh right I, 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 I've, I, I hadn't really I suppose I had noticed but I have <clears> been <throat> like obsessed with that that scene in New York those mm-hmm. groups of people 
Um, there's loads of other bands. There's um, uh, there's a band called Childish Japes. Um, oh yeah. There's there's Iris Loon. Um, yeah. Which is another really cool band. Um, there's uh, Mad Satter, which is one of Joanna's. Um, well, maybe well. maybe what we could do is in the coming episode you could bring a collection of that scene and we could listen to further music from that scene in one go. Maybe. 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 There's endless um, possibilities, as there are endless albums. Yes. What a what a philosophical way to end it. Beautiful. Um, do um, I have briefly thought about what album I want to bring to? Oh you. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm kind of stuck between two, but I think the one that I'm going to do is um, hold an I love album. That album. An album called Gore um, by Lou and the Yakuza. I think that's how you say it. As in G O R E. Uh, G-O-R-E, Gore, yes. Lovely. Uh, is, the name of, is the name of the album by Lou and the Yakuza. I think we'll be doing that one for next week. It's okay. a really cool album. Um, I saw them on um, a tiny desk, which nice. um, my partner Verity showed me. Uh, and they are a French... Um, I wouldn't even know what genre to put them in. Sort of like a R and b kind of pop... Mm-hmm. Thing, but they're really cool. Oh um, yeah! So and I think you'll like it. So I'm sure. I will. in the Yakuza next week. Amazing! I look forward to it. And <laughs> this has been this is an album podcast with myself, Jacob Green, and my wonderful friend Reese Henry. Reese, as always, it's a pleasure talking to you and forcing you to say the word floral. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's a pleasure to say the word floral. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, we'll see you later. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>